Hey guys, welcome to the SaaS Sessions podcast. I believe many of us are working remotely now because of COVID and many will still be working remotely until this whole situation goes out. But something interesting about our guest today is that she's been working remotely before it was cool, right? So Meera Sapra is our guest and she joined Zoho in 2008 as their first remote employee. And she's been working remotely for the past 12 years now. Now, Meera, I'm not trying to make you feel old, but just to paint a picture in 2008, when you started working for Zoho, I was in my age standard. <laughs> and, and, you know, now I got this wonderful opportunity to connect with you on, on this podcast. So such a pleasure to have you on the show, Meera. Thanks, uh, Sunil. The pleasure is all mine. And uh, yeah, that certainly does make me feel old, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us more about yourself and, you know, just traveling back to 2008, first remote employee at Zoho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoho was not Zoho, called Zoho back then, I guess. It was called something else. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And you started working remotely for them. And the remote is now cool, but that time I'm sure it definitely was not cool or it was not common more than it was. Definitely not. not. Yeah. So how how is that? experience for you like if you want to share how did that transition happen from like you quitting your job and then working for a company which is like now one of the largest startups in India right yeah so I guess like you said it was definitely not cool in fact it was unheard of so when I found this opportunity and I found it over the internet it was also not that common to find opportunities over the internet of course there were there were things like you know job portals and all online job portals but like a company hiring you online on the basis of maybe, you know, a conversation they've only had with you online was also uncommon at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So we had like, I had a series of conversations and I was, I was interested in this role and, and obviously I had no experience of working in, in the whole tech space. Right. So it was all new to me and exciting for me. And, and that is the reason I want to take a pl- take the plunge and, you know, maybe learn something new, but I, I had like a, I had like a good conventional job. Uh, where I was doing f- decently well and and because I was taking up something that was going to be remote, the kind of reactions I got from everybody who heard about that, they were like, you must be crazy to do this, you know, they, and of course, like you said, no one had heard of Zoho back then. And, and, and it wasn't called Zoho even it was, it was called AdventNet. The company was called AdventNet back then. So, so, so yeah, when, when I said I'm, I'm, I'm going to be working for this company, I live in Delhi, the company is based uh, uh, in Chennai. And it's going to be a remote arrangement. Everybody was like, you're crazy, you know, and, mm-hmm. and my, my family also said that, what if you, you know, don't even get paid, you're going to yeah. regret doing this. So I guess for me, it was more like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay living with the, with the regret of, of, you know, something going wrong, rather mm-hmm. than living with the regret that I didn't take that chance, right? Because I think we should take the chances. And I mean, looking back, I, this is one chance and I'm very glad that I took. That's that's really amazing. I mean, I could imagine doing something which is not not common and going out of the way and doing that. You face a lot of oppositions from your peers, your network, your family, friends, everyone. But then, you know, once it starts and once it starts working out for you and then everything falls into place, then it feels right. I'm really excited to dive deeper into how did you start working remotely because at that time I believe there were no tools which would enable you to work remotely as well like now we have like tons of platforms tools and like devices and everything which is available um, which can enable you to work remotely in an hour 
like it, in right. one hour you can go from complete non remote to a remote work environment yeah us. yeah yeah so how did you start working remotely for zoho like how was the first few weeks uh, like and how were you onboarded and then how how did you start working how did you start mm-hmm. like you know uh, collaborating with with the other teams and stuff yeah so the the good thing is i was working with my role was specific to working with one particular team right so mm-hmm. that was actually a good way to start working remotely at a time when you know this was not the norm at all so so that was good and and even now i think that how successful you are at working remotely largely depends on the culture of a team right mm-hmm. or or a company of course but even within a large company different teams have their own sort of like micro cultures which may vary a little from you know the overall larger culture in the mm-hmm. in the organization so i think the first team that i happened to work with they they had a very good culture where they would like they already had a habit of like documenting things and uh, so that you know mm-hmm. somebody who's not there also gets a chance to sort of get an idea of what's happening what people are thinking what people are doing what they're working mm-hmm. on right so that is something that I, at least at that time i would say was rare to find and i was lucky that i found it otherwise it would have been difficult to work remotely in in terms of tools of course it was it was very limiting because uh, they, like you said there there weren't too many tools at that time which were designed for remote working right yeah. but but yeah at zoho now of course we have the entire st- uh, stack of tools that help teams work remotely but even back then we had all all of our tools that we had back then were more like you know online work it was about working online right we even have a, had a tagline at that time uh, you know the, the zoho tagline was work online at that time so right. it was about working online and and we already did have some tools in place obviously compared to what we have now that was primitive but we already have had some tools in place which enabled us to you know have that interaction even though i was remote but i would yeah. say the the biggest thing was the culture of the team the first team that i worked with they had a very i can't say remote friendly culture because no remote existed at that time but right. just because they were like communicative as a team they would like write things down they would have interactions right and it's not like each one is working on their own thing we would have frequent interactions so so that is something that i felt really helped me that was definitely there but yeah having said that i think i, I did not have as many like face to face interactions as in you know you know mm-hmm. traveling and and going down and meeting the team at that time mm-hmm. because this was very new to me so i was i was not sure and and of course to the company as well so we were not sure how things would go right. so so i didn't do in fact uh even when i when i got hired i didn't have to like go down to you know do have have like an orientation or get my offer letter or anything like that i just straight up started working right so so that was that was a bit uh, i would say like now things don't happen like that there's always yeah. like some orientation or something so uh, in a way it was definitely good i i started working and then i think two months after like yeah a couple of months after i started working we made the decision to let me you know just go down there physically like take a flight and go down there and meet the team mm-hmm. and that's what i did i took a day trip and i went and i met the team and i like oh so these are the people i'm working with cool that's nice, nice. <laughs> that's really amazing i mean zoho is definitely futuristic in in that way if they didn't have you like you know fly fly you down uh, to their office before right. before you joined right and that that's Absolutely. really amazing right so uh, i i'm i'm sure you would have faced a lot of challenges in remote work right like uh, it might be challenges with managing your day to day the task or it might be mm. 
collaborating with your team it might be at, at those times not a lot of collaboration softwares are available so you have to like right. do everything over email and you know some days like when you have work overflowing for you it it becomes you're focusing on some things and some things are left out so different kinds of challenges that you and your team would have faced right. with you working remotely right because everyone is there and hmm. you sort of are not there right so right. what was the challenges that you faced and then you know how did you overcome those and mm-hmm. I, i'm sure that however you overcame those challenges those those would be like sort of bylaws that would be written in the zoho let's say handbook for working remotely now because now now zoho mm-hmm. has like a few people who have been working remotely for them for the past yeah. like 12 years now so they have the most experience in terms of remote work right? right so that would have helped create a remote kind of culture in zoho too so, yes Yeah, can you tell us some some challenges that you faced? Uh, sure. So I think one of the biggest personal challenges that I faced was that there was this, you know, at least initially there was this FOMO, like you know, fear of missing mm-hmm. out that okay, the team is there and I don't know what's happening. Even though they were like very very communicative to give them credit, especially now right. when I look back, you know, now when work I have worked remotely for so many years, I I, I can say that my first team was like really communicative and mm-hmm. uh, they were very good at keeping me in the loop all all the time. So so that is something that i i i think i i must appreciate that that helped me but even then there was a always a snagging feeling in my head that okay you know everybody's there maybe they have access to some information that i don't you know so maybe i'm losing out on some way or you know that will maybe affect my career in the long run or something so there was a snagging thing at the back of my head all the time right mm-hmm. so i think it only took time and and for me to be able to do good work to prove that yeah it's it's only work that matters and i think that over all these years i have discovered that that is the most beautiful thing about working remotely right that the focus is only on your work no one sees what time you're coming what time you're leaving who are you talking to what are you doing the focus is on the quality of your work right so that was i would say really very liberating for me that that the only thing you focus on is your work and also you can create the best uh, environment for yourself to focus right you know you have you don't have any distractions you don't have any commute you're not like already exhausted from a, from being in you know being being through traffic by the time you get to office you're like half your energy sapped so i felt i could like do my best work and and you know somehow i was able to put this thing uh, to rest in my mind that it's okay if i'm not there you know i can compensate by doing good work because i ha- i am in my zone i am in my mm-hmm. space of course my team is keeping me clued in but i can do really good work and sort of like make up for not being there physically you know i i sort of felt that i had to do extra because i was not there you know right. now that's not the case when when people or companies hire remotely and now when everybody is working remotely uh, during the pandemic it's not like you know companies expect that oh people are remote so you know they should be working more than they did in the office right mm-hmm. it's not that but at that time i at least i felt that i should be working more because i am remote you know because i have to somehow make up for not being physically present so so that right. was something that kind of it was something I, i i didn't struggle with that because i was really enjoying the work that i that i did and i still do that but but especially like the first first role that i had when i joined i really enjoyed the work that i did because i was learning something completely new so to mm-hmm. me it didn't feel like i mean honestly i i i looking back i probably put in like 12 hours 16 hours days work days and i was like very willingly very happily doing that because i was just for me it was just enjoying uh, doing what i'm doing and i didn't look at it as work right mm-hmm. and i even remember my manager telling me that you know that you should you know now take a break you've been at this all day how mm-hmm. much 
are you going to work and and that and that you're very fast you you do a lot of work in in very less time but i think that was because i was i was trying to make use of the opportunity that was available to me that you know i have this time and i'm enjoying what i'm learning so so why not you know so i didn't look at it as oh i should just work for 8 hours and then log off you know i didn't look at it as like a 9 to 5 job got it and then having said this it's really also important to like when you're working from home like your workplace is your living place or your living place is your workplace so it's really important to have a work life balance as well right so you have right. to like make make the cut right you know that you you have to decide on times that you know hey you're going to be working from like you know from 8 to 5 and hmm. at that time you're constantly working but then that really does not happen at home because there are a lot of things that that are out of your control that can come and you know disrupt that that particular flow that that you have built for yourself but what are some tips that you have that you can share like from from 12 years of your experience that you know to managing your work and uh, personal life for people who are currently working from home like you know personally saying it happens with me like i reside i start hmm. at late let's say 11 hmm. am or 12 pm and i'll stop at like you know 8 9 but then hmm. some things happen and i have to go out of my room for l- having lunch with my family and then the lunch right. takes 1 hour of yeah. my time so then that kind of disrupts the whole schedule for the entire day then right, right. so how right. do you avoid getting into those situations and how can you like some tips that you can share to manage your like you know personal and Uh, work life at when mm-hmm. you're at home and in this environment okay so honestly this is something that i struggled with a lot especially during mm-hmm. the early years and i would say that i was earning more on the side of you know like maybe like having less personal time and and doing more work but that's only because i did not think of the work as work you know i was enjoying it and i was learning right so mm-hmm. maybe my balance was disrupted but i didn't mind that because i was just enjoying it and if you right. enjoy what you do you can't really call it work right so for mm-hmm. me it was like that but yeah after a few years i i started realizing that you know i should make time to learn other things do other things that i enjoy you know and 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 you need to balance out time spend time with other people with family you can't just be glued to a screen right especially mm-hmm. when you're working remotely so right. if you're just going to be glued to a screen it's not good for your overall health so i definitely have been able to better balance it uh, now over the last few years and and that's come from years of working remotely one thing i've realized is that you know you can't have very clear boundaries like i can't say that this is my work and this is my you know this is my personal time it's it's just not possible because our our work and lives are so integrated now that right. like you know it's not about just working from home even if let's say you're at, at the office and you just remember that oh i forgot to order groceries right so what are you going to do that oh i'm i'm going to go home and then order because right now i'm working no mm-hmm. it's fine you can order your groceries and then carry on with your work because that will enable you to eat your meal on time at home because you have the groceries to cook it and will enable you to go to work on time the next day right so our work yeah. and life is integrated very often we try to you know strike like a very perfect balance or like have very clear divisions but but that doesn't exist the idea is to integrate it in a way that you're happy with that integration right right you have to be happy with that integration you have to be able to do your best work and also live your best life right be mm-hmm. happy with the life you're living and and the work is just a part of the life so so i would say that that is key and looking for a very very rigid thing like okay you know no i i i have to this, this these hours is when i'm working and these hours is when i'm you know i'm going to focus on other stuff it it doesn't mm-hmm. happen so i would say like take your lunch break enjoy it right but the rest mm-hmm. of the hours try to make sure that okay you know you are focusing on work or you know at least doing the work that you enjoy 
right so but but having having said that there are going to be there are going to be things that that sort of like compete for your attention and time mm-hmm. and that can be work or life and you have to basically like prioritize uh one one thing that has really helped me is turning off notifications so when i want to like focus on something i i usually like usually i keep my notifications turned off by default you know i don't have notifications turned on but when i want to focus uh, on something i i actually put my phone on do not disturb mode okay and i i i work at least with my team i work more in a way that that's asynchronous you know so it's not like everybody's real time and pinging uh, each other and asking questions so we actually schedule time for having you know face to face interactions or 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 like a video chat or you know like even like just sit and brainstorm on something so we schedule time for those interactive sessions and we schedule the rest of the time is like unscheduled and there's a lot of time to focus and think because i think uh, for most of us the work that we do a majority of our work is it relies on the ability to focus think create right mm-hmm. for, for for almost everybody so so you don't want to you, you don't want to be like constantly you don't want your attention to be constantly bombarded with notifications and pings and this becomes very common when you're working from home so i think that's a good way to make the most of of the hours that you have when you are at work makes sense makes sense and then to support all of this right like what can companies do mm-hmm. so that they can they can you know uh, support these employees because many companies now they are experiencing a first time remote culture right right you are not allowing uh, remote employees before but now they are forced to right so this is something that they didn't choose willingly but now exactly. they have to do it because because there's no other option so now right. for for those companies right like how can or for even companies who allowed remote working before hmm. according to you like what can companies do so that you know they can also help their employees to work remotely and still not feel feel like a lot of change or a lot of pressure uh, on them right 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 so i would say i mean that's a great question and i would say that it is definitely something that has to do most importantly with culture right mm-hmm. and you know whether you're at the office or you're remote if 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 a company has a culture where there is no trust or low trust in employees where there's a lot of micromanagement right mm-hmm. it's this kind of this kind of a thing is not going to work where even if you have to be remote for some time or you have to consider being remote permanently it's it's not going to work well so i would say like it has to do a lot with the culture and one of the key aspects is trusting your employees you know mm-hmm. if your culture is is a lot reliant on on micromanagement on on things where employees have to like report back every every day or every hour on what they're doing then it's then you're going to be needlessly creating pressure on your employees right mm-hmm. so i think one of the things that companies need to realize is that they have to trust their employees right so just like i said that the only thing that matters is is the work right even even mm-hmm. even for companies if they look at it this way that what matters is the work that people do you know it doesn't matter how many hours uh, they are online because let's face it you know i might take 6 hours to do something and you may take 2 hours to do the same thing and you may do a better job of it right, right. so the whole you know when when we had like people working from offices the, there was the assumption that everybody has to spend 8 hours in an office right and 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 it's almost like you're filling up filling up some slots right and and we all know that in that 8 hours there would be some people who would be working all 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 of those 8 hours there's some people who would be working maybe only half those hours they would be doing something else but at least for 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 those companies it was more like oh people are at work right 
but this mindset is what needs to change because work is what you do it's not where you go right so wherever you are you you can actually do good work if if you want to do good work and if you're capable of doing good work you can do good work right but mm-hmm. it's not tied to where you are it's not tied to how many hours you spend doing it because like i said everybody has a different you know i i i, I someone might take more time for the same task and and mm-hmm. and they may either do a worse job of it or a better job of it so i think companies need to realize that the uh, when when people work remotely or even if they don't the focus should actually be on the work the quality of the work that people do and right. once you focus on that and and then you send a signal to to your employees as well that this is what matters to us right mm-hmm. then everybody focuses on doing their best work but for that of course people have to feel that they are trusted by their managers right mm-hmm. often you have like managers who are like really insecure about okay you know what if my team is just chilling at home and not really working right mm-hmm. well you'll find out you know you don't have to like maybe like ping your team every hour on 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 you know real time slack or something or click to to check with them if they are really at work right you'll find out because you will see the work that they are doing right and that work should speak for itself instead of you having to check with them or let's say i have heard of companies where people have to at the end of every day they have to say what they did or you know report what they did and honestly i don't believe in that culture because what if today i was i i just spent the time thinking about the work that i'm doing and i didn't actually do any work but tomorrow it enabled me to do better work right so right. just defining this or let's say if, if i start this thing in my team where i say everybody at the end of the day uh, talk about one good thing that you achieved at work people will start making up those things for the sake of it right they will start gaming that system so don't do that let people work at their own pace trust them yeah. and let them do their best work and i think once people have everything that they need to do uh, their work right all the resources that they need and they have the freedom and you trust them they will do their they will do their best work and if they don't right they will not get the opportunities that that other people will get so if if you do your best work and 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 you do really good work then you will obviously get more opportunities and 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 you know be rewarded for it at work and and that in itself like they say you know like that in itself is 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 a reward for you that you've done some good work and on the basis of that the company is, is giving you or your manager is giving you another opportunity to do something else to learn something else right so let that be the incentive for people rather than you know forcing and having too much structure so that's definitely one thing yeah the that's a key thing and then apart from that i would say you know having a culture of asynchronous communication this is something that uh, most people really struggle with that you don't have to have all the conversations and discussions and meetings you know with your team in real time right that i think really kills a lot of creativity and focus and the ability to do uh, good things because you are you you just want people to be with other people in a conversation all the time that's that's not how everybody thinks right people need mm-hmm. need to think at at their own pace work at their own pace and then maybe collect together for some you know reflection on what they are doing together as a team but most people when they work uh, remotely especially need to be like self driven and and work towards their own goals and then that obviously is tied to like a team's goals and again team's goals are tied to like the organization's larger goals right so mm. it has to be that you you kind of try to encourage an asynchronous first culture where you not all the time like having a real time discussions or you know calling for meetings and okay. i i i try to tell my team to have enough unstructured time in their day you know Mm-hmm. uh maybe don't schedule more than one meeting in a day or more than one call in a day because then 
it it's it's a huge demand on your on your time on your attention on your energy you know like have enough unscheduled time or you know i would say give your employees enough unscheduled time and space to do you know things that require thinking and creativity got it that's that's really interesting i i totally agree that you know companies and and employees both that they need to build trust with each other and you know even if you are joining a team you should be confident about your your team members that you know hey they'll do it and you just have to not and micromanagement is definitely the worst uh, right <laughs> right right so culture is key and you know these are all aspects of the culture and and it's not like in an actual office if you're working in an actual office you're all co-located those the micromanagement and all of that is still there right yeah. but because because then a lot of employers and basically uh, a lot of managers feel in control that my team is right here where i can see what they're doing they they feel that you know they they, they feel that they don't want to relinquish that control and have people work remotely and that's why there's been so much of resistance to working remotely right but mm-hmm. but the moment they they realize that whether people are in the office or whether they are at home you've got to trust people let them do their yeah. best work give them the space mm-hmm. and the freedom they need and you will see the results and if somebody is really not putting in a good work obviously as a manager you have to try and understand why that is happening talk to them and that may not have anything to do with the fact that they are working from home that that could happen yeah. even when they are at office right so you have to try and help them out address that rather than uh, expecting that oh just because they're working from home they're not really working yeah totally no and everyone needs to understand that like all of us are in the same storm but not in the same boat right exactly. like you have to understand like you know what kind of boat the other person is in Absolutely. and you know how how the storm is affecting that boat right so right it's 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 that i i just heard about this analogy on some different book podcast right I, no I you bring up a very valid point because see like even with even with like everyone working remotely you know everybody has a different environment at home right yeah. not everybody has the kind of maybe support and space that they have at home right exactly. so mm-hmm. of course i mean it's it's like you know people may not have physical space people may not have med- uh, mental space they may not have uh, understanding family members or you know mm-hmm. housemates whoever live, lives with them who give them that much of space to be able to do good work right yeah. so 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 that is definitely something that is that is hard and uh, as a manager like you should if you have a team and they're working remotely you have to make make it a point to try and understand if your team is able to uh, work well uh, remotely each team member is able to work well and if there's anything you can do to make it easier on them hmm. totally i i completely agree with that so i think we have like reached the course for for this episode but let's let's move on to the lightning round section of sure. of the podcast yeah so cool like i have like four questions for you uh, right. i generally ask three but then i have four for you <laughs> okay cool um, cool so if you if you could go back in time like you know your 2008 2009 2010 days so what's like what's something that you would do more and what's something that you would do less of it i would say i mean honestly it was all so perfect i wouldn't really change anything but you know maybe i would try to have more face time with my team like you know of course there weren't as many tools available to have like more video meetings and stuff but i would do that i would probably make more trips uh, like so for the last few years of course not counting the pandemic at all for the last few years i would say for the last at least for 7 8 years last 7 8 years i have made it a point to you know travel and and be with my team like spend at least i would say once every quarter i, I would go down and spend like 2 3 weeks with them 
and work with them in person and and that's something that's really really helped me which i did not do in the early years because like i was just figuring out how the whole uh, remote work thing works uh, we were figuring it out and and i did not think of the possibility of making as many trips right so i i think now thinking back i think those trips have really helped me that i've been able to make before the whole pandemic started those trips really helped me because i think honestly there is no substitute for the face time interact real in person face face time interactions and even if even for companies that choose to work remotely permanently they should have something like you know off sites or something where people get to meet in person because because that's what like i did i made it a point to go meet my team work physically with them for say 2 3 weeks every quarter and then when i go back so it's kind of a recharge you know like mm-hmm. you just have a different synergy when you go back and you work with them remotely again uh, because you know you understand each other so much better right yeah. so i would say that is one thing that i missed out on doing so i i would say remote works but but if you balance it out with some in person interaction it works beautifully and it works even better right so that's oh, something yeah. i missed doing now in the pandemic but yeah i i wish i had done more of it in my early years totally and like yeah second question like what did your biggest uh, professional failure teach you uh i actually don't think of anything as a big professional failure mm-hmm. uh, as such but i would say like you know like there there it's not like a professional failure but i would say more more like a personal failure when i when i felt that there were certain certain things that i wanted to do which maybe i was not as persuasive in in chasing those things that yeah maybe you should do mm-hmm. it like that and because other people other people were like no maybe you know this is not a good idea and i i maybe let that be so i think i sh- i should have been more persistent about those things and i felt like later when we did get around to doing them they were they were actually better than what we did originally right so i think i i think that's also like i have a very strong gut feeling so when i feel strongly about something i should maybe be a little more i should have a little more faith in it and also try to you know work harder to convince other people yeah that's really nice so yeah yeah third one uh, like what's the number one thing that has helped you shorten your learning curve uh shorten my learning curve i would say i i i like to you know pay attention to the little details and and i think uh, that's something many of us just miss out you know we are just so focused on the big picture that we miss out on focusing on many tiny teeny details right mm-hmm. and and every time i take up something new and i want to learn something new it's focusing on all the little things that helps me move forward faster right most people are right. focusing on the on the big thing and the 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 main thing and they they leave all the small key related things that are hovering around for our attention but you know we just ignore we just tend to maybe subconsciously just ignore them so i try to like factor in the the little th- things pay attention to them and dive deep into them and and that helps me learn faster totally and and like you know according to you since you have been working again remotely for for the longest period i know what's the one word or one phrase that you would give like you know to to remote work life i would say creativity because it it makes you very 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 creative in terms of how you i would say design your life mm-hmm. and how you you know work with with people who are are you know not physically close to you nice that's that's a good perspective so yeah i uh, thanks a lot meera taking time and coming on the show and talking about this this amazing journey of yours and a lot of insights there for 
like many like definitely a lot of companies managers and even people who have just started working remotely i'm sure like you know this this would uh, give them a good perspective and good understanding of like what exactly remote culture or remote life or you know remote working means right thank you so much for having me and i i i enjoyed this conversation thank you